Hey, today's podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops of Hilltop in Jonesboro and crumblecookies.com. And on the menu this week, maple bacon. This is new, a fluffy buttermilk cookie swirled with thick maple frosting, a sprinkle of real crispy bacon bits, and a drizzle of maple syrup. There's also the mint chip ice cream this week. It's a sugar cookie, and they have semi-sweet chips with it, smooth mint chip mousse on top, and an artful dollop of whipped cream. It's the mint chip ice cream. And the pink donut. This is a soft vanilla cookie topped with a pink glaze, a splash of rainbow sprinkles, and just a whole, just like a donut. They also have the brownie batter. It's a thick and delicious treat that they craft with chocolate and brownie batter and semi-sweet chips all mixed together for the brownie batter cookie. And also on the menu this week, the classic pink sugar, an all-time favorite vanilla sugar cookie topped with a perfect pink swoop of real almond frosting. And of course, the can't-miss cookie. It's the classic cookie, the milk chocolate chip. It's thick, it's soft, and it's packed with a whole bunch of milk chocolate chips. Check out Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. You can also download the app. You can order online and save time or go to crumblecookies.com. And here's the podcast. You're listening to Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Thursday. It is March the 2nd of 2023. Today is National Read Across America Day, otherwise known as Dr. Seuss Day. Yeah, I love going to schools and reading. It's fun. Yeah, we had a good time. Uh, Did we do that last year? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to go in there and pretty much we disrupt every school we go into. Yes, we like to wave and make kids scream and get loud and then leave. Yeah, that's what we do. It's kind of like we're the grandparents. We get the kids all (laughs) riled up and then we leave and now all of a sudden the parents and or the teachers have to deal with them. Yeah. Just what we do. And typically there's a point where Kelly tries to peek into a room through one of those little windows on a door and I shove her into the door. That's true. (laughs) Normally that happens at least once at every single uh, school trip, so... Anyway, get up and get moving. First thought of the day. KP, go. Well, I think my body was trying to tell me something yesterday. Remember, and you kept making, messing with me going, what is wrong with you? And I kept telling you how tired I was. Yeah, and it's it was kind of a random deal because typically I don't see you that tired. Yeah, and so I went home and I slept from like 1 o'clock to 5, which oh is gosh. already a long nap. But guess when I went back to sleep? 1030. This, this might be a first ever since I've had this job. What? 845. What? Our, the last time I looked at the clock was around 845. So you were physically yeah, exhausted. Yeah, and I don't even know what it was. Maybe you just it's, your body just is like, hey, you need some extra rest. And I got it, but... Well, our bodies are much smarter than our brains. Yeah, I know. Like, our bodies know what we need. Our brains try to fight our body. Yeah, but 845, that's like a six-year-old. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah. Did you wear a diaper? Uh, no. No diaper? No, I did not have to get up in the middle of the night. Did you wet yourself? No. no okay. I didn't. Wait, you sleep all night without having to get up? Well, last night I did. Oh, my god. But goodness. typically, yeah, every once in a while I'll get up and have to go to the bathroom or something. Yeah, typically it's at least once a night for me. Yeah. Which is like, that's is that the old man thing? Like, okay. Maybe. Yep. I gotta go to the bathroom. Gotta pee again. Anyway, so you feel better today? I do. I feel good today. That's good. First thought of the day, double B, Go. Well, we're working a deal with the governor. You know, I'm kind of tight with the governor's office. I've been Gosh, working on this. What? Embarrassing. What? I get embarrassed when you say that you're tight with someone and oh, now no. you're throwing out a governor. It's just a governor of the state of Arkansas. 
Sarah Huckabee Sanders. We're pretty tight. Uh huh. She's going to come do some stuff with us. I've also invited us to go and hang out with her. Uh, you've invited us. Yes, I did. And uh, <laughs> I was talking to some of her people and I uh, said, hey, we'd like to come down there and hang out. And then I realized maybe what I invited us to do is weird because I said we'd love to come and hang out at the mansion, thinking that that's where they worked. No, they don't work at their own house. They What's well, the, the government's capital. house? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so so maybe, hopefully, she won't know that I invited myself to her house. <laughs> That's weird, yeah. It is, we just want to come hang out with the governor and her family for a while. Hopefully, her people won't tell you, won't tell her that you're kind of, maybe they'll, they'll protect her. You think? No, yeah. they don't need to protect her. <laughs> but, like, the idea of me inviting us to do a radio show in her home is kind of uh. weird. Yeah, that is weird. And the poor people I was talking to, they didn't they didn't have the I guess uh, the heart to tell me I was wrong. I'm assuming we can go to the Capitol, possibly. Yes. But I don't know that we're going to be invited into the mansion. I, well, probably thanks to you now, no. But I do wonder this: like, is she is is the governor sleeping in the same room now that her parents did 15 years ago? Oh, that's weird. Because that Maybe. would be kind of weird. Maybe they just switch the rooms around or something. Maybe so. Have you ever been to the state capitol? Yes. You have? Have you been inside it? I've sang in the state capitol before. No, you did Yes, not. I did. What Why did you I sing? lie about that? When I was in seventh grade in choir. You sang at the state capitol? <laughs> yeah. I think I have it on video somewhere. No. Yeah. Find it. Have you ever been to the governor's mansion? Actually, I think I went to look at Christmas lights one time there. Inside the governor's uh, not mansion? inside, but All I think right. I've, I've driven by. All right, I'm working on getting us inside the governor's mansion. I should have that done by 10. Uh, Okay. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we had the chance to go out for just uh, a boy's dinner last night. It was me and Kai. Mm -hmm. So he's, if you haven't seen Kai lately, he's 13. And he's uh, at least my height, if not a little bit taller. And he's got the little, you know, all the boys want like the fluffy hair and all the different stuff that he's doing. So, you know, he goes out with me and he's like, Dad, where can we go? And we're going to try to find a restaurant to go to and... He went. Uh, he went in for the Mexican food restaurant, which I mean, that's it's tough to beat, right? It's uh, always good yeah. when you go there. Uh, but I realize this is the restaurant that has uh, this restaurant has one of those robot um, servers. Uh oh. So we saw this for the first time. I got Guy Fieri's restaurant on the Branson Landing, mm-hmm. right? And we're like, wait, what is happening? Is that the character from the Jetsons roaming around this restaurant? Yeah, and people were following the robot. They were like, please follow the robot. The robot will sit you. And people, it was fun to watch the people as they're following this robot. Like, uh, they're looking around like, where is it going to take us? You know? Because it's weird. Yeah. And at some point, this is going to be a deal that's normal. And like, we're not going to have surfers anymore. It's all going to be robots. Which with the robot, I won't feel like I have to tip quite as much, um, which is good. Uh, but so like we're sitting there and uh, like the, the robot didn't seat us. The robot was delivering chips and salsa to tables. Oh. So Kai had never seen the robot before. And we're sitting there engaged in a conversation. And all of a sudden, this robot pulls up and its eyes are blinking at us because like it has digital eyes. And then it starts talking to us. And Kai kind of oh, jumped. He's like, what's going on, Dad? And you have to hit a button. And then the thing turns around and gives you chips and salsa. But the funny thing is, and I I knew I'd seen this before, and I kind of thought it wasn't that big of a deal, yeah. right? But it's weird when it happens to your table, your reaction, because I just kind of looked at it like, wait a minute, do I hit a button? Yeah. Am I supposed to wait? Do I have a conversation with the robot? Like, can the robot talk back to me? Did, well, did, what did you do? I sat there and looked at it. Did you get your chips? Well, no, a lady had to come over and hit the button, and the thing turned around and then gave me the chips. I wasn't going to touch it. 
I don't know what, but I acted, it was weird, right? Yeah. So then I paid attention to the robot approaching other tables, and it was so funny to watch people who didn't expect it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's a robot talking to them, like trying to have a conversation. I saw one lady, and literally she jumped when the robot started talking to her. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, we do, hey, Kai, uh, eat all your food. He gets the $14 dinner. Of which he doesn't eat all of it. Right. Of right? Course, but yes. he wants the man size dinner uh-huh. with a couple of different options. And then we're like, we need the to go box. And like, food to go is never as good as it is in the restaurant. No, it isn't. And he's like, I'll just eat it on the way home, Dad. I'm like, no, you're not. We know this. So I load up his whole to go box, probably at least $10 worth of food. And he leaves it on the table. Oh my gosh, oh, that's the worst. It's because he was kind of excited. Hey, I'll, at least I'll have this either on the ride home or later on when I get hungry again because he's inevitably going to get hungry again. Um, so then I was like, oh, I'll run back in and see if it's still there. And man, they flipped those tables so fast mm-hmm. that food was gone. I wonder how many people do that because I, I've done that a million times, I feel like. You put everything in the box, and then you walk off and forget it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then we had the blame game of who was supposed to pick it up. I'm like, hey, it was your food. He said, Dad, it was on your side. So who's right, me or Kai? Oh, I would have told him it was his responsibility. Because it's his food. Yeah. But I did box it, so the box was sitting where I was sitting. Yeah. So, anyway, if you haven't seen the the mechanical robot seaters and hosts and stuff like that. Get ready. Prepare yourself, <laughs> because that's where it's headed, and it's kind of crazy, and it's even more fun to watch other people's reaction mm-hmm. when the robots start talking to it. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show, High Five. High Five. Hey, a big high five goes out today to Katrina Cole. She's from Nebraska. She's a cheerleader at the high school she goes to, Morrill High School. So she's on the team. She was all excited about going to the state competition, which, you know, going to state's a big deal. Yep. So uh, she was set to go to state, and all of a sudden, all the other cheerleaders on the team started dropping out. Uh-oh. Like a week out, three more cheerleaders quit. So all of a sudden, Katrina's there as the only cheerleader on the team. Oh, my goodness. She was thinking, oh, my gosh, I wanted to go to state. There's all these different teams that get to compete. That was part of her dream was to get there. So she told her cheer coach, hey, I want to go and cheer by myself. Oh, wow. As the team. They revamped the whole routine. She went there uh, and pl- and did uh, her cheering in the game day class D division of state. The people went crazy because she was the only one there. And she was brave enough to do that by herself. And she finished in eighth place. Oh, wow. So it's a pretty cool thing. It's the highest her team has placed in three years. And she did that all, be, uh, all by herself because she wasn't going to quit. That's awesome, Katrina. So here's to you, Katrina Cole. It's an Arkansas morning show. High five. And today's High Five is powered by Right Fiber from Ritter Communications. It's the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check the availability in your area when you go to rightfiber.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing it big on a Thursday morning. It is March the 2nd. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well... She's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. And we have Country Music News today on Morgan Wallen.
So for those of you who have been waiting, it's finally almost here. Morgan Wallen's next album, One Thing at a Time. It drops tomorrow, tonight at midnight, 36 new songs. Uh, so Morgan did a special listening party for uh, different groups of uh, lucky fans in Nashville at Marathon Music Works, which is a venue there. And people got to go in and listen to the album and kind of he, he was going to watch for feedback and stuff like that. And Morgan's watching videos and sees one woman. She's 70 years old and she has headphones on her head and she is jamming out to his music. Come to find out she's a really big Morgan Wallen fan. So Morgan goes to TikTok and says, find out who this is. Somebody let me know. And a woman comes back and says, oh, my gosh, that's my mom. It's 70-year-old Granny Gina. If you've seen this video where Granny Gina is dancing, she's dancing to a new song that's not out yet. And we, I guess, I have the initial sneak peek right now. This song is called Thinking About Me. It's new stuff from Morgan Wall. Baby, don't you lie. When you're facing what he's drinking, are you thinking about me? When you're riding where he's driving, are you missing my street? Every time you close your eyes, tell me who do you see? When you're facing what he's drinking, are you thinking about me? Again, that's called Thinking About Me. It's new stuff from Morgan Wallen. The album, One Thing at a Time, comes out tomorrow slash tonight. We have country music news today on Tim McGraw. So the last few weeks, Tim McGraw has been on social media teasing a surprise for fans. And if you have Amazon Music, there's a playlist titled Rediscover Tim McGraw, which has uh, all of Tim McGraw's hits. And some fans notice that the first letter of each song, if you take them all together, it's spelled out the words standing room only, which was and is an Easter egg that, that he left. Tim McGraw said, quote, some of you guessed it, new single standing room only coming March 10th. He goes on to say, if we get a thousand pre-saves on this today, I'll share a little bit of the song with with you Sweet. now i already pre-saved it on my spotify account now this is going to be tim's first new music since releasing here on earth back in 2020 so people are ready for new stuff from tim mcgraw your date march 10th and country music news today on jordan days So Jordan Davis is pushing his new song, Next Thing You Know, and he's been invited to pretty much every TV show on the planet to perform this song. Uh, we have uh, some audio of the performance from Live with Kelly and Ryan. This is Jordan Davis. You weren't really trying, next thing you know. There's a test on the counter, next thing you know. She's standing and crying, not in her head yet. You have excited, half scared to death, cause next thing you know, you're wearing scrubs and a funny white hat, and a doctor saying, how you doing that, dad, ain't nobody ever called you that, and you take the drive home, so next thing you know, it's first steps, first dates, first car, it's 1101, wondering where they are. Saying that a USC's too far, it's amazing how fast 17 years go. That's Jordan Davis, Next Thing You Know, from Live with Kelly and Ryan. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show. Did you know at least 50 million people around the world now consider themselves to be content creators? (laughs) (laughs) 
funny? No, yeah. I mean, I guess it doesn't mean that the the content. I create content. It doesn't have to be good to create content, I guess, right? Yeah. Did you know green bean casserole was created in 1955 by a woman named Dorcas Riley, who worked at Campbell's Soup? It was to help sell cream of mushroom soup, and it was such a success, she was inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame in 2002. Man, I'm so grateful for Dorcas. I am not. No, that's one of my favorite things at Thanksgiving. Thank you, Dorcas. Appreciate you, Dorcas. Okay. And did you know Guns N' Roses has a song from their debut album, Appetite for Destruction, that's still a majorly popular song today, but they never thought it would become a song. Axl Rose finished writing the lyrics in five minutes while hearing the guitar ringing from another room. By the way, Slash. The song, Sweet Child of Mine. Oh, yeah. This song almost didn't happen. I know. Now and then when I see a face, it takes me away to that special place. And if I stay too long, I'd probably break down and cry. I'm glad we have this song now. Come on. Written in minutes. Golly. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So <laughs> we're reflecting on on our past with the rodeo, right? So uh, Chase Outlaw is going to be on with us later on this morning. They're doing PBR at Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock. That starts tomorrow, and there's a, an event tomorrow night and on Saturday night. And Chase Outlaw is a big PBR bull rider yeah. who's from Arkansas. Yes. So he's like the star of the show. And the star of the show is going to be on with us coming up just after 8 o'clock this morning. Sweet. But Kelly has memories of the last time we went to a rodeo event, and it's been a long time. Oh. And I forgot that. Oh. Remember what I said, too, in front of the whole group? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I do, and I don't know that we can even repeat that on the radio. I could spell it because it's not wrong. It's just how it sounded. It's not bad. I don't know if that's the right yeah. thing to do either. Yeah. But so so we're there, and Kelly Kelly wants to be a part of whatever the event is. Like, if we were at football, she'd want to suit up and put pads on. If we were at basketball, she'd want to shoot. If that's we're at true. a wrestling show, she's going to want to hit the ropes. Yeah. Like, she's one of these people. If we're going to be there getting ready for a concert, mm-hmm. she is going to take the microphone in front of an empty venue and pretend like she's singing. It's guaranteed. That's true. So we're at the rodeo, and she decides, like, she wasn't going to ride a bull, but she no. decided to ride the pony. Yeah, well, it was like one of those little Shetland ponies or something, and I remember that announcer guy that was kind of cute. I was embarrassed because, like, he was attractive, oh. and he was like, hey, you want to get on this pony? And I remember you had the phone out, and yeah. all I remember was I started to slowly slide off because he didn't have a saddle on. The, the pony didn't. Right. And I started slowly, like, falling off, and then I fell onto the dirt, and it was, like, in slow motion, and I it got was, embarrassed. And- oh, it was awful. It was very <laughs> embarrassing because it really was. Like, you could tell she was about to go, but she couldn't stop herself. <laughs> and the guy's trying to walk the little pony around, and he's embarrassed that this radio host has now fallen off a pony. Into the, the dirt. Into the dirt. on. <laughs> Maybe I can find that today somewhere. Oh, yeah, so we're up there, and this is one of Kelly's first times to have um, a speaking part in front of a large crowd. And here's the thing. You're in this arena, and all the lights go off, and all you can see is dirt, and you can smell the horses and the cow, all that stuff, and you just see bodies 
everywhere. Like, it's so flip, but you can't see faces. Well, it's silhouettes because the spotlight hit us. And I'll never forget. I can picture it, too. Uh, the whole arena goes dark. They had just done the national anthem with the spotlight up on the, the flag. And you hear me under my breath going, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And then all of a sudden they introduce us and we're down there. And it was uh, myself and Kelly and uh, our long lost friend, David, the barrel boy, who's no longer with us. Uh, we're all there. He's not. So we're all there, and Kelly, I, I do the intro, like I do whatever I do to kind of pump people up, and then Kelly had to have a line. And her deal was <laughs> going to be to ask if kids wanted to do a contest. Yes, and it was to race. Y'all know the 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 stick horses, okay? Yeah. It was supposed to be the the stick horse races, but I'm dyslexic, and a lot of times I say my stuff backwards. And I said the H-O-R-S-E, horse, and then I said S-T-I-C-K, stick races, but I said it really fast mm-hmm. together, yeah. and it, it sounded like something else, and Brandon almost oh, lost his mind, and then I was like, well, I don't know what I said, because I didn't think I said something bad, and then, yeah. Yeah, if, if you guys can play with that little phrase there if you want to, <laughs> and imagine you're in front of thousands of people with the spotlight on you, and then you hear your co-host go, oof. <laughs> So anyway, yeah. uh, we'll talk to Chase Outlaw coming up later on this morning. I've already invited myself to the governor's oh, mansion to her yeah. house. So now I think I should invite myself to ride a bull with Chase. You should. You think I'd be able to do it? Maybe a baby calf. You think I could go eight seconds on a bull? No. Named Fu Manchu? I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. People are crazy. So if you steal a white Nissan Rogue in New York City, it might take the cops several hours to track you down because there's a lot of them. If you steal a gigantic airport shuttle, it will only take them maybe about an hour. A 43-year-old man was arrested in New York earlier yesterday morning after he stole an American Airlines employee bus from JFK Airport. It was left unattended and idling somewhere, so it was an easy target. There was no one else on the bus, and it was in the middle of the night, but the guy was able to drive it all the way to Manhattan, which is about 20 miles from the airport, before the cops finally closed in on him and pulled him over. They say he was arrested without incident, so there wasn't like an overdramatic... Sandra Bullock or Keanu Reeves scene from like Speed, you know, yeah, the bus. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the cop said that he has been arrested 10 previous times on his record, but this is the first time he's stolen an American Airlines bus. Yeah, maybe not the best idea of a bus to steal. Mm-hmm. Speaking of stealing a bus, a man answers his door to find a somber looking police officer standing on his porch. I'm sorry to have to tell you this, sir, the officer says, but it looks like your wife has been hit by a bus. The man replies, yeah, but she's got a great personality. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Wait a minute. Is it because she's not attractive? Terrible. That's awful. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So, Hilary Duff, the actress, mm-hmm. Lizzie McGuire, How I Met Your Father, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the show she's yeah. on right now? I thought she was really pretty. She is. Uh, she's doing a lot of media for How I Met Your Father, and she's talking about uh, different things in her life. And she reveals that she didn't have Taco Bell until she had her third child. Oh, my goodness. So, Kelly, she went like her adult life and never had Taco <laughs> Bell. Let's say it's 30 years. I don't know how old the baby is, but let's say it's forever, right? Yeah. How had she never had Taco Bell? Maybe it was one of those things that it wasn't in her part of the country or something. 
You know how, like, we don't have In-N-Out burgers where yeah. we are? Maybe it was something like that. Yeah, she says that her family kind of had restaurants that they would frequent, and she believes that, <laughs> you know, our families kind of set us up for the kind of foods we're going to enjoy the rest of our lives. And she had never had the Taco Bell experience, but all of a sudden she was pregnant, and she had this craving for Taco mm. Bell. And she says she pulled over uh, after getting the food, sat there in silence just to enjoy the food because it was something she had never yep. experienced before. <laughs> Which I thought was really wild. I think it's funny because I feel her when she says she pulled over and just basically experienced the food. Like, yeah. that's the best. No, because we love food. And in Arkansas, it's one of the things that uh, we do is we eat. Yeah. Uh, pregnancy cravings. So did you have any crazy pregnancy cravings? I did. I'm, I'm surprised, number one, that Kurt did not come out a breadstick and tomato sauce because I was addicted to Little Caesar's uh, crazy bread. Mm. Like crazy the, the garlic good, yeah. crazy bread with all that butter and garlic and you would dip it in that tomato pasty sauce. It's really good. And then uh, I was <laughs> I had this uh, hankering for. Um, now, you call me out for grandpa. I know that this hankering. was that was for you. I figured, you know what it meant. A hankering for uh, candy corn. And I remember it tasted so good. And after I ate like the whole bag, like the little kind of gas station bag of candy corn. Mm-hmm. I got sick and I didn't eat candy corn for about 10 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like, yeah, but my cravings were probably like bread and tomatoes was basically my cravings. I'm trying to think of what Leslie's cravings were. I remember toward the end when she was like nauseous, it was always about getting sweet tarts. Really? Like she wanted to have sweet tarts. Yeah. And before we went in to have Kai, like we had to stop on the way to the hospital so she could get some sweet tarts. I'm like, uh. you're not about to have a baby in the car, are you? You're not going to have a baby right now. Yeah, but instead she was eating sweet tarts. Instead she wanted sweet tarts. <laughs> uh, the epidural, that can wait. Give me some sweet tarts. Did you crave stuff with her? Because it happens a lot. Oh, um, that was my heaviest weight. Yeah. I mean, I was disgusting. I was a ball of flesh. <laughs> no muscle tone and just weight. Now, who was carrying Kai? It uh, looked like both of us were. <laughs> Let's see. She gets mad every time I say this, but she gained something like 80, 85 pounds. Yeah, I gained a lot, too. Like, she gained a whole bunch, mm-hmm. and I gained a whole bunch, too. Yeah. And then we both went on the diet after that. I was like, oh, we're going to lose some weight. But you also hear of people, I hear of people that are like, oh, I haven't really craved anything, and then they've hardly gained any weight, and you're like, okay, that's just not fair. Yeah, who How are those people? How do you not crave something and just only gain belly? So Hillary Duff found her Taco Bell. Yeah. Kelly had her breadsticks, her cheese pizza, sticks. Pizza. And for me, it was basically anything that was in front of my face. <laughs> yeah. One of the stories that, that uh, Leslie will never forget and never let me live down is she was eating something one time and I was telling a story about uh, something I'd heard about from the, the movie Jackass. And I was telling her about the stapler, what the guy was doing. Uh-uh. And she's like, stop saying that because you're going to make me sick. And uh-huh. I was, I'm like, you're not going to throw up. Give me a break. And I started pretending like that's what was happening. Oh and I gosh. kept telling the story. And she got up and we had just eaten some steak fajitas. And she ran to the bathroom and she didn't go in the toilet. She did her oh, good job, stuff Brandon. in the sink. Chunks of uh, fajitas. Why would you do that this morning? No. At which point then she told me it was my responsibility because she warned me. Yeah. That I had to fish, said, uh-uh. chewed fajitas out of the sink. Don't. Mm-mm. Enjoy your lunch today. Okay. Hopefully you're looking for some fajitas. <laughs> oh. I might have ruined that for the day. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry. I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, Happy yeah. birthday to you. 
Happy birthday, happy birthday. Boy. Happy birthday to you. For it. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Thursday, March the 2nd of 2023. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Cindy Dixon of Stuttgart, who celebrates today. We have Parker Kate Dunlap, who turns one year old today. Happy birthday from Mommy, Daddy, and Peyton. Robert Willie from Atkins is 77 years old today. Linda Corpier of Stuttgart celebrates as well. Uh, Cordelia Lewis in Pottsville is turning 87 years young today, and her family wishes her a very happy birthday. Brittany Easter from Jonesboro celebrates. Amber Baines of Harrisburg. Melanie Albat from Conway has a birthday. Kelly Couch in Springdale. Michael Broadway of Jonesboro is going to be celebrating a birthday today. Happy birthday. Uh, Jennifer Gill in Stuttgart celebrates. Tommy Purrier from Fayetteville. We have Kelly Mowry of Jonesboro celebrating. Brittany Mitchell from Wynn. Kayla Riggs of Forest City. And Tammy Tagmeyer celebrates a birthday today. Love from Jesse and Taylor. <clears throat> and if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Happy birthday to Robert Eiler, who is 38. That's AJ Anthony Jr. on The Sopranos. Ben Roethlisberger is 41, former Pittsburgh Steeler quarterback. So happy birthday to Ben. Happy birthday to Bryce Dallas Howard, who is 42. That's Ron Howard's daughter, and she's also Claire in Jurassic World. Happy birthday to Rebel Wilson, who's 43. She was in Pitch Perfect. Happy birthday to Chris Martin, who's 46, from Coldplay. Ooh, can we do some Coldplay yeah. this morning? I like me some Coldplay. I like this one too. And their song with BTS. I love this one. Chris Martin celebrating a birthday today. He's 46. Happy birthday to Daniel Craig, who is 50 plus, 55. He played, gosh, he played Bond, James Bond. Yes. John Bon Jovi. Happy birthday to him. He is 61 today. Oh, what Bon Jovi celebrating his birthday today. It's like 86 or 87, all the boys in school were talking Metallica. I was talking Bon Jovi, <laughs> yeah. like legit. So happy birthday to John Bon Jovi, 61 today. And a big happy birthday day today to Luke Combs, who is 33. Happy birthday, Luke. She got the best of me. She broke my heart. All that's left of me. His I mean, you go back through his library of hits already early in his career. Luke Combs celebrates his birthday today. Thirty-three years old for Luke Combs. Love, 
Big time celebration for the new dad today. Let's get some candles burning and some red curtains turning all the lights down low. Taking nice and slow. The way your body's moving, keep doing what you're doing to me all night Riding on love song. Girl, I want it, gotta have it. Let the passion take us to a higher place. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Luke Combs, who turns 33 today. Happy birthday, Luke. Hope you have a good one. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So coming up just after 8 o'clock this morning, around 8.05 or so, we're going to speak with Chase Outlaw. He is a professional bull rider from Arkansas, Mm -hmm. and he gets to compete in his home state coming up tomorrow night and on Saturday at Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock. Mm -hmm. PBR is going to be there. The bull riding is happening in the natural state, and Chase Outlaw is going to be there. I was going through a lot of the stuff about his career, right? And it's kind of wild. He knew he wanted to ride bulls early, like Mm -hmm. in second grade. His real name is Chase Outlaw. (laughs) So it's not a made-up name. (laughs) I guess not. Uh, and it's kind of wild because you think about who's brave enough to get on these bulls, right? Yeah. And and you're thinking maybe you ride bulls until you get hurt and you decide you don't want to ride bulls anymore. Mm-hmm. This dude's been hurt a ton, <laughs> like bunches of times, bunches of surgeries. There was a surgery he had. Uh, let's see here. What year was that? Uh, was it 2018? So he's uh, in Wyoming and he takes a horn to the face. Uh, uh. There were 30 facial fractures. <gasps> Kelly, Chase Outlaw had to undergo a 12-hour reconstructive surgery. He has 11 plates and 68 screws in his face. Hang on. So you're telling me after that, he still rides bulls. Dude gets back up there and rides bulls again and wins money and championships and all that stuff. And we get to talk to him like he's coming here. Uh, Yeah. So USA Today calls him the world's toughest athlete. This dude's been (sighs) beat up by bulls. All right. When he comes in, I'll hold him. And then you try to see if you can beat him up and see how tough he is. Yeah, I ain't going to do that. (laughs) But Chase Outlaw is going to be with us uh, just after 8 o'clock this morning, getting you set for PBR at Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock again tomorrow night and on Saturday night. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It was 40 years ago today that CD players and CDs were released for the first time back in 83. Wow. And if you remember, like when stuff like that would launch initially, like that kind of stuff was really expensive. Mm -hmm. So I remember like, you know, you'd go to somebody's house and you'd be like, oh my gosh, you have a CD player? Yeah. Like my aunt, Aunt Helen, she had, first of all, she was a big record person. She had, she had all the artwork and all the covers of records, right? And we'd go through me and my cousin Dustin, we'd look through all the different records that she would have. And then she got this CD player, but it was a big CD player. Yeah. It was like almost like old school VHS type deck, right? <laughs> yeah. And you could put the CD in there. And of course, the sound was so much more clear than an album. Of course, yes. And now we're going back to saying, hey, we want to have the album sound with the the scratches and stuff like that. But it just makes me think about 83, man. I did not have a CD player until the 90s. I didn't either. And I think my dad might have had like maybe a used one or something because he was a, a radio major. That's what he did in, in college. So he liked all the technology stuff. Yeah. But I don't think it's it's not like he had like the best or anything like that. So I'm looking up. <laughs> this is crazy. A CD player when it initially would come out. Right. They were about a thousand bucks. Dang. So back at <sighs> in 83, 40 years ago, yeah. those things were expensive. So I'm I'm thinking I probably got my first CD player and my first CDs 
early 90s. Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of us probably got the deal, the adapter for our cars, mm-hmm. right? And you'd have like a cord you'd plug in. And sometimes was it like a tape you'd put into the tape player? I forgot about those. And the tape would be a, like attached to a, a cord. The mm-hmm. cord would be attached to whatever the CD was. Right? Yeah, and I'm not exactly sure what the tape did. Yeah. Now when I think back on it, like is that how they transmitted mm-hmm. the sound into the, the car uh, stereo? But it's going to be funny for people who are younger, right? Who are like, wait, what are they talking about? They, what are cassette tapes? What are CDs? What are CD players? Remember when they came out with the Discman? And so basically you could play one CD, but it was portable. Mm-hmm. And you could, I remember being on the basketball team in high school, I would take my Discman mm-hmm. uh, and take my one CD and listen to that CD the whole way there and the whole way back. Oh, yeah. And if you would bounce, like if the, if the bus hit like a, a, a bump, your CD would skip. Yes. And then they had CD, they had skip protection. Yeah. You could buy the ones that had skip protection. I don't think I ever got that one. No, those were really high dollar. Uh-huh. But it's just wild to go back and think about, you know, we were so excited about that. It's almost like for for young people today, college students, they're probably thinking, oh, man, I remember when the iPod came out. Before we all had music on our phones, right. we had to go buy the iPod. But the CD, man, it was a big deal. I still remember my first CD. I know the first one I yep. wanted to buy. And I can tell you what the artwork looked like because I used to have those binders. You would put all your CDs yes. in. And like in one of the little sleeves, I would have the cover art. And in the other one, I'd put the CD. Yep. So the first one I ever had was um, a CD called The Big Ones. It was Aerosmith and it was their greatest <laughs> hits. And it was like a, it was like a black CD background with like blue circles and the big ones real big in the middle with like the Aerosmith logo and all that. And, of course, I would jam out to songs like, or for me in the 90s, I had long hair. (laughs) But my favorite all-time Aerosmith song is this one. It's my all-time favorite. But my first CD was The Big Ones uh-huh. from Aerosmith. I remember mine vividly, too. It was Mariah Carey, and it was a really close-up, really pretty picture of her face, kind of like a, I don't know, like a rose gold, black and white picture of her. Yeah. And one of the songs on there was Hero. And then a hero comes along with the strength to carry on, and you cast your fears aside. And of course, that was a huge hit, but one of my favorite songs on the album was the very first one. I think the album was called Music Box, but the first song was called Dream Lover. Oh, yeah. I love that video. That's wild, man. It's funny to think back on that. Yeah. What if everybody remembers the first CD they bought? That might be fun to think they about today. have to, yeah. So the CD player and the CDs came out for the first time on this day 40 years ago in the year 1983. Brandon Baxter in the morning. There's a really wild airplane story. And like, I got to the point where I wasn't scared to fly. Yeah. But then like, you know, you hear some of these stories and you're like, man. Mm-hmm. So a plane flight was uh, supposed to be leaving Austin, Texas, flying all the way to Germany, right? It's like a 10 and a half hour mm-hmm. flight. So the plane's up 37,000 feet in the air. They're over Tennessee. There's storms. Somehow lightning strikes the plane. Mm -mm. The plane plummets. It starts to fall. The lightning, when it hit the plane, shattered glass in the airplane. 
And there's stuff that goes everywhere, right? Because when the plane started to drop, the seatbelt sign wasn't on. Oh my god! Because they were up at the altitude where you know you you should be able to get up and go to the bathroom or stretch your legs or whatever. So people are moving around in the cabin of this plane, and boom! All of a sudden, bam! Lightning hits it. Glass breaks. Stuff starts flying out of overhead bins and off of trays and all that kind of stuff. And these people, they're panicked because nobody knows exactly what happens. Lightning strikes so fast. So the story is, is the plane then had to uh, make an emergency landing in Washington, D.C. because they couldn't fly with broken with broken glass everywhere. People were screaming. People were scared. That's okay. So it happens in Tennessee, but then you don't land until Washington, until Washington, (laughs) D.C. So just imagine you're on that thing. So your plane just gets hit by lightning. People are being thrown every which direction. All this stuff is going on. And then you got to stay on the flight. And they probably can't hear. It's probably all that whooshing of the air through everything. Uh, It's a crazy story. And every time I think, oh, man, I'd love to fly somewhere. Uh I hear a story like that (laughs) and think, you know what? I think I'm going to keep my feet right here on the ground. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we're joined this morning by the man who has been dubbed the world's toughest athlete. <laughs> he is Chase Outlaw, PBR, professional bull rider, and the U.S. Border Patrol Invitational is taking place at Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock. It takes place tomorrow and on Saturday. And Chase Outlaw from the natural state of Arkansas is the big featured performer. Chase, what's happening this morning, man? How you feeling? Well, I feel good, man. Yes, sir. Just uh, got a little breakfast. So Okay, so I guess you're out doing media this morning. Where was breakfast? Down here at the corner of Markham and Scott at, at the corner. All right. <laughs> so what does the world's toughest athlete eat for breakfast? Uh, well, when I when I get to slow down enough, on the mornings I get to slow down enough to eat breakfast, <laughs> I try to fire um, biscuits and gravy, sausage and Hash brown. Come on now. That's an Arkansas breakfast. Hey, let's walk through your journey because I think it's cool. The idea that you get to uh, ride bulls uh, in your home state, in Arkansas, in the big venue, Simmons Bank Arena. I mean, that's a pretty special uh, a pretty special deal, I would assume, for you getting ready to head into this weekend. Uh, yeah, it, it is uh, pretty big knowing that this is where I was born and raised. Get to ride at the, the biggest level of bull riding possible is here, and they have an event in my home state, and to be able to get to ride in front of them and at the biggest stage that bull riding has to offer is, um, you know, living the dream, dream come true. So again, Chase Outlaw, who was born and raised in Hamburg, Arkansas, and, and am I right that you still live in Hamburg? Is that right? Yes, sir. Well, I've lived all over the state. I was born and raised in Hamburg, and I moved up to North Arkansas, went to school to Atkins, and um Hector for a little bit in North Arkansas, and and uh, but but after I graduated high school, I moved back, you know, home to where the family ranch was. And so basically, your journey—you knew when you were really little that you wanted to get up there and hop on a bull, right? Uh, yes, sir. Which, like I said, I was raised on a farm, and um, bad rose bulls. It, it is fun, whatever. So we, you know, we had horses, cows, and my dad did it when he was younger, but so he, you know. We had calves, so we put us on calves, and we sat it on TV one day. And I said, "I said, hell, that's uh, that's what I'm gonna do right there. You can people get to do that, so that's what uh, that's what I said, and here we are." But so, in a situation like this, I'm thinking about you being so brave, even at a young age like me. I'm, you know, 46. There is no way you could put me on the back of a bull. There is no way you're gonna put me on the back of the bull that you're gonna get fired up. Yeah, but it, 
and I'm going to have to hold on. You, at 46, you know the risk. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, 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 with anything, with anything, fear is taught. Yeah. You know, fear is taught with any any aspect of life. So, you know, at a young age, you uh, didn't have no fear. We didn't know. And then it just becoming something. By the time we realized how maybe dangerous it was, well, we've already done. It's something that we love. We have a passion for, and it's something that we already. It's a goal we're trying to get, and it don't. Um, and by the time you don't realize, you grow up, you realize you know there's a life hard, life dangerous. So stick to hard and dangerous. It's something you enjoy. I mean, hard and dangerous anything you do. So just um, pick something you love. One of the things I was I was looking at when I was going through all the stuff that uh, that we've been looking at on you was uh, what they call chaseisms. So you have these chaseisms, and I think you just dropped a chaseism on us, didn't you? Uh, which one? But I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically, we could be scared of anything, but we're, we're taught fear uh, as a kid. You oh, don't yeah, know that. Yeah, I think yeah, that's neat. Yeah. So, do you remember the first time you hopped on the back of a bull? What that feeling was like? I do remember the first time? I don't remember what it was feeling like. I know. Uh, I know it's in Dolph, Arkansas, maybe. Right. That's where my first one was. Um, actually, getting on my first one. And um, I remember that son ran out through there. You know, it didn't buck. You know, it's just like a roping calf. It just ran straight. Right. And that son rolled me around, rolled me up through the dirt. And I think <laughs> I was, I think I was trying. He rolled over the top of me, stepped on me, and I was oh, out there swallowing. Oh I was probably four or five. <laughs> I was outside five, and I remember my dad walking out there saying, Oh, get up. Now you're going to be out. Right. And I remember him picking me up by my belt loop. <laughs> like a sack. And I remember just laying out flat, and him staring me for about three steps, laid flat, and he swung me and made me stand up. That was <laughs> my first time ever. <laughs> So I guess you had to learn from an early age that this isn't going to be an easy ride, that if you're going to hop on a bull, you have to be ready to get thrown off that bull too, right? Yeah, and I and I just remember, um, uh, I remember thinking to myself, man, he ain't riding one well. <laughs> then we was there at a ranch rodeo is what we was doing, and my dad and some other guys there was there for a team in the ranch rodeo. You know, in the ranch rodeo, you got to ride a, and one of the deals, you got to rope a, Rope one of them big old longhorn mama cows and mm. get on it, and then put the rope on it and get on it, and then you got to ride it. Well, I seen my dad do that, and I was out there, man. I remember sitting there watching him, and I remember thinking, man, my dad's a, a bad, a, almost said, <laughs> almost said, yeah, but that's what I was seeing. I was like, oh my gosh, my dad is tough. Yeah. And uh, I remember thinking back, well, I can't say that he don't ride them no more. That yeah. was before I ever knew he rode bulls. God, it's so crazy, though, to look at that journey and, and being so young. And then you have this dream. And, you know, a lot of us, when we're young, we have dreams that we want to go on and, and do something that we always dreamed of, that we can make us famous and make us a lot of money. And a lot of times, you know, life gets in the way and people don't get to chase those dreams. You literally well, it, chase the dream. What it really is, is people have these dreams, but they're around people, even the role models and uh, the people that's supposed to be guiding and lead and guiding the kids today tell them oh that's be realistic mm-hmm. you know or and, and that one time it just takes one person telling them that that oh you can't do that and it shoots them down disbelief in it and i remember my there was teachers in school telling me that 
Well, I told them when I was in third grade, I was going to be a bull rider. They looked at, and I remember some of them looking right at me and said, you'll never make a living doing that. Yeah. You need to get a job and do something. Well, look at me now, woman. Come on now. So Chase yeah. Outlaw so joins all us. All it takes is just believing in yourself and to, and to have somebody believe in you. Like family, I know, I mean, my, my grandparents, everybody, didn't nobody tell me that, oh, no, no son, you, you, you uh, Let's be realistic. You ain't gonna make it doing nothing like that. No, we didn't have that. Yeah, don't remember hearing that. But that's what that's what's wrong with the generation. Too many people that think they can't just because they couldn't. They want to say it to somebody else. Well, it takes the courage to get out there and do it. And now we're, we're talking to the world's toughest athlete again. It's the U.S. Border Patrol Invitational Professional Bull Riders, PBR, uh, in North Little Rock tomorrow night and on Saturday at Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock. Uh, Chase, if, if I had my doctor buddy uh, examine your body, how many injuries, how many broken bones do you think we'd find in Chase Outlaw? I've been pretty blessed on broken bones other than in my face. Uh, <laughs> and over 30. <laughs> that old 30, have I had over 30 fractures in my face. Oh. And um, six, I got 68 screws and 13 plates in it now. Wow. And uh, I've had that two uh, surgeries on it. A uh, mm. bunch of anchors and hardware on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. I've had five shoulder surgeries, three on my left, three on my right. Mm. Uh, reconstructive knee surgery, total reconstruction of, a groin, of my groin. Uh, groin Adductors and abdominal muscles. Golly. Hey, talk, um, talk me through that facial deal because uh, the story is you're in Wyoming and you get you take a shot right to the face and boom, all of a sudden, basically the way the way it looks is it's almost like your face explodes. No, uh, no, it just, just broke my nose and just all it did was just crack my nose at first. It didn't even knock my hat out, hat off. It didn't even knock me out. Oh. Um, well, that bull's horn hit me in the eye socket. God, I got up, and walked out, and went to the sports medicine, and I went to blow my nose. Like, you know, so I went to, you know, back in there bleeding. I went to try to blow some blood out my nose, and when I did, it felt like my eyeballs were about to pop out of my head. Oh. And, uh, they, sports medicine, was like, oh, we gotta get you to the emergency room right now. Mm-hmm. So, I was, uh, we were trying to jump. I was trying to drive to the emergency room, and they said, no, you got to get on this ambulance right now. <laughs> and, well, shoot, we got up in there, and they said, yeah, we got to get you in the surgery right now, like, before before later. So uh, they, within 30 minutes, they had me stripped off, and within 30 minutes, I was going under. And she woke up 13 and a half hours later. That's wild, man. The surgeon was actually at the bull riding. I actually seen it happen. Oh, and um, I made a joke. He's like, when I woke up, um, he's like, yeah, your surgeon. He was actually at the bull ride, and I was thinking to myself, I actually, this actually went through my mind. I said, and I hope he wasn't at the beer garden. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. But were you nervous, like when it was time to get back up on the bull? And I would assume, based on your personality, that that you just got back up and started riding again. But I can tell you, if if I took a bull's horn to the face, mm-hmm. I don't think I'd get back on a bull. But I mean, if even even before injury, after injury, if um, I say they don't get nervous or a little scared, they're lying. It's just all how you handle that fear and how you um, you know harness that energy and don't let it handle you. It's uh, and that's what separates the men from the boys right there is being able how to handle that because 
I mean, those guys that ain't been able to come back from a broken arm or or just one shoulder surgery, and you know their minds just won't let them won't know them do it. It's uh, human mind's very powerful, and it can either uh, it works against you more than it works with you. But once you figure out how to let it work with you, it's pretty good. So Chase Outlaw joins us this morning. Uh, one of the deals we've heard about you is that. You really love to give back, and a lot of young kids, you know, who are Make a Wish kids, they get to to dream up anything that they want. And a lot of times, they're you know they're fans of bull riding, and they want to meet Chase Outlaw. And it seems like you're one of those guys who makes yourself readily available for all those kids. Yes, sir. I, I have. Yes, sir. I have. Uh, that's what it's all about. Heck, I was one of them little kids at once. So. But I think that's neat because you want to give back. So with PBR, and again, it's a U.S. Border Patrol Invitational. It happens at Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock tomorrow night and on Saturday. For people who haven't been to a PBR event, tell me what this is going to be like. Well, it's, it's, you've never been to one. It's definitely going to be something you've never seen before. Right. <laughs> and, uh, but it'll be the top 35 bull riders in the world against the top 30 animal athlete bucking bulls on the face of the planet yeah. will be right here at Simmons Bank Arena two nights in a row. And it'll be a you'll get your determine your winner by three bulls. So the guy that wins it will have to get on three bulls throughout Friday and Saturday. Um they'll buck thirty five Friday night and then another thirty then the same guys that got on Friday night will ride again Saturday night thirty five of them. Right. And then they'll take the average of the two days, the two scores that or the average of two scores, bring them into a championship round after the long round on Saturday. And that'll be 12 guys, and then that'll determine your winner, the best on three heads. It's going to be a fun weekend, Simmons Bank Arena, North Little Rock. It's the PBR U.S. Border Patrol Invitational. Uh, Tickets are on sale right now. You can go to Simmons Bank Arena to find out more. Hey, Chase, uh, we're excited to have you back in your home state, and best of luck this weekend, man. Thank you, thank you. I look forward to it, and um, look forward to it more than ever. Being able to get to ride in front of the home state, it ain't too many times I get to, and um, I'm I'm excited. All right, man. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you there this weekend. Okay. Hey, I appreciate y'all. Now, all right. Thanks, man. Bye. It's Chase Outlaw joining us this morning on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So, uh, a couple things. Number one, we had Chase Outlaw on this morning. Uh, he's a PBR bull rider. Mm-hmm. He's going to be performing riding bulls uh, coming up tomorrow and Saturday at Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock. Love that interview on the podcast if you want to check it out. But this dude has had his face like basically smashed. Yeah, and he still does it. Yeah, and he acted like it wasn't a big deal that he's uh-huh. got like some like 60 plates and 38 screws. Or I might have the numbers backwards, but he was like, that's just part of it. Well, it's like his head is more machine than body, and he still goes. Yeah, yeah. and he's from Arkansas, yeah. so that's going to be on the podcast. Uh, I love food. Kelly and I talk about food all the time. You know, we love to eat. Uh, KFC is announcing they're about to bring back their double down sandwich. Oh wait, what was that? It's good. I've had it. This is uh, no bread. You have two fried chicken patties. That's right. The fried chicken patties basically serve as the bread, and in between them, there's bacon, cheese, and sauce. So there's no bread, but it's two chicken patties and the stuff in the middle. Uh, They say, (laughs) calorie-wise, it's 950 calories just for the sandwich, uh, which is twice as many as a Big Mac. Yeah. Uh, The last time this was in stores was in 2014. Uh, It's going to be a limited time run. It comes back out on Monday. So if you like uh, meat. Dude, this is good. Let me tell you the story. And this is a random memory I have. 
There was a time, and I guess it was probably in 2010, where I was hosting uh, a TV show for Jerry Lawler in Memphis. And, and here's how I remember this. Do you remember there was a situation in West Memphis at Walmart, like a standoff and all that? This is in 2010. Okay. And I was kind of nervous about it. They had shut down the highway and stuff like that. And I had to get over to Memphis to do TV. And I remember Jerry Lawler calling me and he's like, hey, Brandon, what's going on? And I said, I'm just eating some lunch. And he said, what are you having? I said, the KFC double down. And he's like, what's that? And I explained to him that it was basically these, a double chicken sandwich with no bread and the stuff on the middle. And he's like... That sounds terrible. And I'm like, no, it's delicious. See, so you'll be excited about it. Yeah, let me see if I can find a picture. And you tell me if you'd try it. It's the KFC Double Down. Uh, but it's supposed to be coming back on Monday. If you operate a KFC, I want to be the first one to eat it. Let me see. Because it's like fried chicken oh and it's gosh. all fried looking, right? And then in the middle, there's the cheese and the bacon and the sauce. I mean, it does look good. I don't think I could eat the whole thing. It's delicious. I could probably eat three of them. Oh. If I can get them for free, I will try to eat three. That's my deal. Uh, you know what? I'll go buy them just no, to get you to eat no, three. No, it's not going to work like that. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go and check out today's podcast, you'll hear our chat with PBR superstar Chase Outlaw. Mm-hmm. He's from Arkansas. He is riding bulls at Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock tomorrow night and Saturday night. He's a lot braver than we are. Uh, yeah, he's broken his face into like multiple different pieces, had all kinds of surgeries on different body parts. And he's still going. Like he's beat up, yeah. man, but he wants to ride. His dream as a kid was to be on a bull. His dad rode bulls. And uh, it was a cool interview. Uh, one that when you hear it, you're going, wait, is this real? And yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, this isn't a movie character. This is really Arkansas's mm-hmm. Chase Outlaw. Uh, that's going to be on the podcast today if you want to check it out. Again, all you have to do is search Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly wherever you get podcasts. And Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The season finale of Walker Independence on Watch What Happens Live on Bravo. John Oliver and Rebel Wilson will guest star. Also on tonight, Walker, Station 19, Grey's Anatomy, Alaska Daily, and CSI Vegas. All right, hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.